All right. This is our first interview at AwesomeCon, guys, here in Washington, D.C., with Washington, D.C.'s own Wes Johnson. Wes, hey. isn't it great to have the Comic-Cons back, first of all? First of all, yeah, it is. It's wonderful. I mean, look at all these folks here. You, you've been, we've all been locked down for so long. Right. And as a voice actor, you're locked in a booth by yourself anyway. So it's right. just more of the same, only an extended version of it. To get out here and to meet people who spent a lot of that lockdown with you in the wastelands or in, in uh, Tamriel or running around with uh, Lucy and Lachance or Shea Gorath, it, it's kind of like old home week, you know? I love it. Now, with the, the lockdown and the pandemic, was voice acting affected at all? Well, there, I mean, the thing about voice acting, what it did change is that we are doing... Um, our voices from our homes, the home studios. Thought, yeah, exactly. We're not. You're not going out to studios anymore. You're not going right. out to meet people. But technology has become such that we can go yes. right into our own little booth in our home studio, record uh, something in L.A., and it be like we were right in the room with them. So right. it doesn't affect it. Uh, what it does affect, however, because of the pandemic, is that many companies shut down, and we're not working. Right. Now they're kind of back up again, and now that we've got a lot of social distancing and a lot of responsible uh, uh, caretaking in place, uh, keeping people in their home studios just makes sense. Absolutely. Well, what can we expect coming up in the voiceover world for you, Wes? Well, I mean, I'm always up for games. If anyone's out there, yes. Dawson Khan, who's looking to hire a voice, I'm right here. Um, you know, a lot of things that you can't talk about that are of course. there but maybe haven't happened yet. Uh, I've done some things uh, film-wise. There was like a little uh, pilot in uh, May, and of course you and I met on the set of uh, Don't Look Up back uh, about yes. a month ago. And yeah. let's go ahead and get into it. Don't Look Up, it's a huge Netflix film. My gosh, Leo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, and Tyler Perry. Saying, wow, you were out filming that, Wes. Did, did, did you get to meet them? I said, oh yeah. That, invited them back to my house. We made some cocktail weenies. <laughs> we're all fast friends now. We saw no one. And, and, and while we're out on the street, people are walking up going, Who, who's in the film? And you tell them, they go, are they here? And you're like, no, it's just me. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, that, that, they don't want to have anything to do with you. There, you know, and who are you? You know, you don't know yeah. me. Yeah, I guess. Are we allowed to talk about your character? Uh, I'm, it's just my character is a don't look upper. That's basically it. It's a, you don't look up. Uh, if you've seen any people being fanatical over the past year or so, I don't know if you have. Do you watch the news? Uh, basically, it's a reflection <laughs> yeah. of that kind of thing. Yes. And if you've seen, if you've seen uh, any of the clips of this, it's basically what happens when a giant catastrophe hits Earth in the middle of the environment where people deny that catastrophes are actually even happening. Wow. You know? Yeah. So... Uh, Everything turns to politics, everything turns to personal gain, personal loss. Nobody's really thinking about the good of anybody. Uh, and that's why, you know, we're doomed. Yes. But I think funny I know. stuff like that. And like satire almost, I think. I feel it's kind of where it's going, right? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, it's directed by Adam McKay, written by Adam McKay. So, you know. Um, if you've seen the big short, you kind of know the yeah, style, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a serious topic, but it's treated uh, in a way that's very entertaining and with a lot of humor. All right. And if you could rem uh, remind us of your interesting character <laughs> in the John Waters movie, because I love it when you say it. Just, can I say the, the yes, you can, you can actually say it. I was fat fuck Frank. <laughs> uh, at the time, I weighed about uh, 360 pounds, and I've lost about 200 pounds. So now... Yes. 
I had become Fat Fit Frank. So, yeah, it's a very different kind of thing. If John ever wanted to bring you back, that's your character. Well, I, I did see him at his Christmas show, nice. and I went up to him, and I said, I'm going to get a, I didn't let him know I was there. Mm -hmm. And I went up and got a copy of his book, and I just stood in line like everybody else because he hadn't seen me since I lost all the weight. Right. And I went up, and it's like, he's like, who should I make this out to? And I said, uh, can you sign that to Fat Fuck Frank? And he stopped, and he looked at me, and he goes, is that you? <laughs> and then, of course, he had to ask whether I lost yeah. the weight on purpose yes i did so it was a good thing we had a, a lovely chat he's a, he's a really really nice guy wow can you tell us the secret of your, your weight loss regimen uh well i mean there are a couple things one i did have the uh, gastric bypass but a lot of people think that's a magic bullet it is not oh. it's basically just a tool because you have to diet change your entire uh nutrition yes. you have to change uh exercise routines you go for about two or three months without eating one lick of solid food, and then you start soft. It's retraining your entire body. And then you learn how to eat again. And I'm, I can eat anything I want, but I'm just doing it with much more moderation at right. this point. Um, I will say this, I started getting you know, those premier protein things. I get those, like 30 grams protein, four oh. carbs, one gram of sugar, and I mix it with a cup of coffee, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a you know, lovely day. Okay. Well, there you go. You heard it from Fat Frank himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go the former yourself, Fat Frank. Yeah. Go ahead and get yourself some more protein, kids. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Wes, before we let you go, if you could let us know who you are. Let us know you're on. We've got two shows. We're cross-showing tonight. Below the Belt Show and click on this show. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hi, I'm Wes Johnson, and this is Click on This Show. Do it. Do it. And also, Below the Belt Show. Hi, I'm Wes Johnson, and this is the Below the Belt Show. Hold on one sec. <laughs> yeah, looking good. <laughs> that was great, man. I love that. Tremendous, man. Wes, this is great. congratulations on Don't Look On, man. Oh, great. thanks. Yeah, you hey, guys. This is Chachi McFly here at Awesome Con. And I'm here with Terry from Team Fox. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Thanks for stopping by. So can you tell me about this whole setup here? I mean, this is pretty much amazing. Oh. I want to live here. Like, I think it's everything that I love in my life. I'm the huge, you know, biggest Back to the Future fan. So um, how did this all get started? Well, my husband had an idea to make a time machine out of a DeLorean, and he did. And what do you do with it when you have one? Will you do something good? We fundraise for the Michael J. Fox Foundation around the world. We travel to 28 countries, over 800,000 miles, and over $800,000 raised. Who knows? Maybe Awesome Con will get us to a million. So what year was this when you actually started on the DeLorean? 2001. So okay. we're 20 years in, and the car is 40 years old. And may I ask, like, how much did it cost to put together all of this? Every penny we have, and a little bit more. <laughs> so we just big fans of the movie? Is that how it got started? It is. We're great fans of the movie, admirers of Michael and Christopher and the whole cast. And who doesn't love Back to the Future and who didn't want, I guess when you were a kid, a time machine of your very own. Oh, Dreams yeah. come true. I still want one, even today <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> well, well said. So um, I'm sure you had many interactions with Michael J. Fox. Um, how has he been with, throughout all this? Well, I haven't seen him on this trip, but I know that he's happy to be here. I've seen his photos. He seems to be having a great time. He's a prince of a guy. He's smarter, cleverer, funnier, and he's got a better memory than I do. He remembers my name. 
So how much money have you raised for um, his foundation over the years? Any idea? Over $800,000. Wow, really? $800,000. That's amazing. Yes. About as many miles as we've driven, so it's kind of like a marathon. Has there been any kind of like progress in the fight against Parkinson's? I know we're all we're all praying for him to get through all this, get get back to 100%. Is there any? Well, I'm not a scientist, yeah. but what I know from reading and keeping up with the foundation is that there is still not a cure. So we're working hard to find that, but there are medicines and exercise programs and different things that they offer folks to help them manage the illness as best they can. It's so great to see Michael fighting through this, still working, still doing great acting gigs. Um, yeah, I think if you have a hero, he's one of them. He's the best. I definitely agree on that. So um, have you done anything else with Back to the Future? Any other kind of like replicas or like, you know, like Marty's truck or anything or like? Well, anything? we uh, call our car a convertible because she can be the car you see the first time you see it in the movie. So when she's coming off the truck or she can be the second vehicle where you have the Mr. Fusion, which is her pose right now. Okay. We have the lightning hook and we have the entire part three gear. So we can put her on train tracks with the train wheels. Oh, wow. We can have the 50s wheels and we just have a blast with the car. I think I'm in love. Like it's amazing. <laughs> so what else can you um, buy here? Like um, through well, all our souvenirs, everything that you see are, are donated to us to be able to raise funds. So whatever you purchase here or the photos you take are all going to find a cure for Parkinson's. Oh, awesome. And have you personally driven the DeLorean? And if so, how fast have you driven it? Well, yes. And you know when you get to 88 miles per hour, what happens? Yeah. You get a ticket. So we try not to go that fast. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, for a great cause, if you see um, you at any Comic-Con, what, what Comic-Cons do you have coming up that people can visit you? You know, this is the first one in 20 months. So okay. I'm not sure what's coming up next, but you can find us at tothefuture.org and follow Oliver and I on Facebook or Twitter and uh, come on along for the ride.